Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2019. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Robin Jennison, General Manager, Kansas State Fair. Welcome to Issues 2019. Steve, thank you. It's good to be here. Nice to have you with us this morning. This is your second second year? Well, our first full year as general manager, something like that. Last year, uh, I'd been at Wildlife Parks and Tourism, and I came, I took time off and went to the fair last year, but I had no responsibility. So I actually started about a week and a half after the fair last year. So this will be my first fair where I've got any responsibility. This is really your first fair then? Yeah. Okay. Tell us a bit about your background, if you would. Before we, you became the state fair GM, what were you doing before that? Well, I, I grew up out in Healy, Kansas. Uh, our family been out there since about 1887. I was actually a farmer, stockman by trade. I was in the legislature. Let me interrupt you. Where is Healy? Healy. <laughs> well, you know where Garden City is? <laughs> yeah. It's about, it's about 60 miles uh, northeast of Garden City. Really? Yeah. Okay. Lane County. Dighton is our county seat. Oh, Dighton. Okay. Dighton's our county seat. Right. But at uh, any rate, in the 90s, I was in the legislature, retired as Speaker of the House. Uh, then some things happened. I got to lobbying. So I continued the uh, going to Topeka every winter and letting my brother feed for me while it was cold. And so I lobbied then for another 10. It was a great deal. And then uh, when Governor Brownback got elected, he appointed me Speaker or uh, Secretary of Wildlife, Parks, and Tourism. I sold my share of the partnership, the farming partnership, to one of my brother's boys, and uh, I quit farming then in uh, B, uh, 2011. How was that job, Parks and Recreation? I bet that'd be kind of fun. It was fun, but I'll tell you what, Steve, I, I told people that was the funnest job I ever had because I worked with people that were just passionate about what they do. You know, a lot of our, our employees, when I was there, grew up wanting to be in wildlife biology or something like that. It was just fun to work with them, uh, but I was shocked. Um, I've got to the state fair. I was glad to be there because it was back to what my roots were was agriculture, and I'd, I'd gained a lot with tourism and those types of things through my legislative career and that. But I'll tell you, the fair has as uh, dedicated of folks as wildlife and parks does, mm-hmm. and even our we've got a number of temporary employees that just come in for the fair. We've got a few that start you know late May, and then we've got some that just come in are coming in this week. And those folks are all just as dedicated to the fair. They love the fair. And I'm having as much fun, maybe more fun, at uh, Kansas State Fair than <laughs> I did at Wildlife Parks and Tourism. Generations of Kansans have looked forward to early September and a trip to Hutch for the fair. Uh, how was attendance last year? Attendance last year was about 330,000. Uh, about uh, two years ago, yeah, last year was the second year they used the electronic ticketing. So always before they uh, would weigh the tickets and they would know about how much a pound of tickets weighed. And that's how they would get the attendance at the Kansas State Fair. And there was a year that I cl- that they claimed it topped out at 350000 Well, when they made the decision to go to electronic ticketing, they, they told the fair board, you will likely have a drop in attendance. When you have a le-. And they did. 
but uh, it's it's right around last year was about as good as last year, right around three hundred thirty thousand. So probably in the days before, uh, the, the general manager of the fair, whoever that might be, had stum on the button. There. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> making it way more weighing. The t- I I didn't. I That's wasn't how they that. did it. Yeah, and well, you know, you get you get some moisture in the air. You get a rainy year. The weights could go up, but yeah. uh, it's not a terrible way to do it. But certainly, the electronic ticketing that we have is a lot more accurate. You bet. Now, where do the fair guests come from? All over the state of Kansas, uh, really. And this year, we've got, we'll, we'll probably get into this later, but just Hanson is going to be there the last weekend. It was a boy band. Uh, I was surprised when our folks in charge of entertainment wanted to get them. I played some of their stuff. But the first day that those tickets went on sale, we had a, a lady from Delaware call to get tickets. I've looked at the heat map for all of our concerts it's all over the country. We have people from Florida coming to our concerts. We've got people from California. Obviously, the center part of the state uh, is where most of the folks are coming from. Uh, we do get a high percentage from Western Kansas, but you know, Western Kansas is pretty sparse. Uh, and then we we get some from Northeast Kansas as well. Has uh, anyone measured the economic impact of the fair? It has been. I don't. I don't have that on the top of my head. Uh, but it has been measured for the state of Kansas, and then uh, the Hutchinson uh, uh, Chamber of Commerce has measured it for just that area. And don't hold me to it, but it seems to me that the the area around Hutchinson, it's like $40 million or something like that. Wow. That's, and and that's... that, that I, I should back up, that counts more than just the fair 10 days because we have over 500 events there throughout the year. So when the, the chamber did that, they calculated the entirety of the year. I was going to say, I'm going to get questions about that coming up, but I do know that other things happen beyond just this, the state fair there. What do folks uh, tell you they like most about the fair experience? I think the food. I mean, uh, the food and uh, obviously the entertainment, it, it, you know, it crosses everything. You know, I mean, we, we obviously have a lot of agriculture people come to the state fair, but it has to be more than that if it's going to be successful. And I think that is our biggest challenge is how we continue to tell the story of agriculture and have things that are interesting enough for our urban friends to want to come out. And I think that they've done a great job of that in the past. I think we're really making a lot of changes this year to try to help to bridge that gap even a little more. I tell you, as a, as a city kid all of my life, I look forward to the fair because I wanted to see those hogs, and and uh, and the animals that I, and 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 even the big farm implements. I like that stuff. That's if you're a kid from the city, it's interesting. It really is, and I you know I think part of our role is to educate, and and we have a new education manager at the Kansas State Fair. She came just a little bit before I got there. We've got a new education center at the State Fair. It used to be the Do Arts Building. It's a, it's a little bigger. Uh, but we've got the the milking parlor where people can actually watch cows get milked, uh, and that's you know for somebody that's not been around that you know that's that's really quite something. Now wait a minute, is this hooking up to the machine or is this hand milking? Hooked up to the machine. Oh, oh yeah, it's a it's a great milking parlor. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a little old. It's it's not old fashioned. It's not as big as what we have now in Kansas and Southwest Kansas. But the front of it is glassed, and there's. Uh, Little grand, uh, little uh, bleachers out in yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, I think. And I've they bring them, bring the cows in, and, and they have regular milking times, and it's a pretty popular place to go. And we have the birthing center, which is also part of our uh, uh, education department. Uh, that is very popular. And this year, I don't want to get too far ahead of you, but uh, 
we've got a new app this year that's really going to make the trip to the Kansas State Fair much better. And one of the things that it'll do, uh, when I got there, people were complaining about they'd go over to the birthing center, nothing was going on. They thought that there was going to be a new baby of some sort within an hour or two, yeah. and they'd leave and get busy and didn't get back. Well, the people that sign up for the app, and all you got to do is get on whatever your app store is and get Kansas State Fair app, uh, and they'll get notifications that there's about to be a birth uh, at the birthing center. And that's just one of the many things that the app will do. That's better than if you were having a real child. Oh, it is. <laughs> I told them we ought to play, uh, you know, and you go to the hospitals and they play that little nursery rhyme. I can't recall oh. it now. That's what we ought to play. Yeah, but, there you yeah. go. Well, talk, let's just go back and talk a little bit about the food. Always a big star of the show. Uh, every year it seems there's something that's a deep fried or something. You got anything this year? There's some There's some new stuff. Some of them just almost make your eyes buzz with sugar. But uh, there's a, uh, 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 oh, the sweet roll, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a hamburger. It's a honey bun. It's a honey bun is the bun for a hamburger. Okay. And that's one of the new ones. We've got a cheese, a deep, it's a deep fried cheesecake bits, which it's cheesecake and they deep fried it. Uh, <laughs> then we've got a hot dog that's in a, uh, some sort of sweet, I can't recall which one, uh, kind of like a, uh, not quite a Twinkie, but there's a hot dog in one of those. Uh, so there's some new foods and that gets back to the app again, because our app this year, you can pull up all the food vendors and the app has their entire menu and you can go through their menu, see what you want to eat. And we had them lay the, our, our state fair map over Google Maps. And so, and I use an iPhone, so it doesn't matter, you know, what you use. So you can find where you want to go. And if you're not acquainted with the fairgrounds, and it changes a lot, you know, when you get all those vendors in there, yeah. you can hit the directions and, and it'll walk you right to that vendor that you picked out. How about that? Will there be a butter sculpture this year? There will be a butter sculpture this year. And you're not going to tell me what it is. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> well, there but is. I'll tell you, I was just uh, I was just up at Iowa uh, to their fair a couple of weeks ago, and I think we do ours much better than what they do. They have a butter sculpture. I was up there on Thursday, which was the first day. The butter sculpture was done. In Kansas, it starts you know, at the fair, and so it's you fair. can watch the work taking place on the butter sculpture and so I like the way we do it uh, last year it was just they did a marvelous job and this year we're having a butter sculpting contest uh, people can participate in you get a it's a smaller amount of butter uh, something you can place on a table and there then there's going to be a butter sculpting contest seems to me that I remember seems that I remember one year they had Ike and Mamie Eisenhower in butter, and that would have been my favorite of all time. Well, they could have. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember all the butter sculptures. I know uh, they do something like that up in, in Iowa. They, they'll they always have a cow, I guess, and then they have something that's a surprise to everybody. Okay. Last year it was a lady showing uh, a dairy cow was what it was. Okay. It was very good. You're listening to Issues 2019 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Robin Jennison. General Manager, Kansas State Fair. Now, let's, this is the time for us to give us a run, give us a rundown on those grandstand shows. You started out with one. Okay, well, uh, so we're starting out with Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Uh, and I don't know how many people know Bobby Bones, but he's a radio personality in Nashville. Uh, I just actually started reading his book last night because I really didn't know who he was. Okay. Uh, that has been the most popular one that we've got. Uh, then the next night is Billy Currington. Uh, Billy is probably the biggest act that we've got. Uh, then, uh, what is that? Is that country? 
Uh, yes. Okay. And then we've got um, this gets out of the country genre. Uh, Skillet is a Christian band that I did not know who they were until I started listening to their stuff. It's it's not the kind of music that I listen to, but I did see them on TV. It happened to be Fox and Friends one morning. It's a morning show, and they had those guys on. They've got a great message, and they are just a great group of people, and that has been... So Bobby Bones has been the most popular. They've sold the most tickets right now. Billy Currington is second, and he's about to catch Bobby Bones. And then Skillet is right in there with those guys. And we've had people request that type of music. It's just a little more expensive than country western, and so the yeah. fairs kind of uh, stayed away from that. And then uh, we've got uh, Monday then becomes the uh, Demolition Derby. Okay. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday's concerts, uh, when I got the state fair, Tuesday's it, it's tough because, as you noted, our state fair is in September, a lot of state fairs are when school is still out, and so it makes it difficult for us to have uh, good uh, uh, attendance during the week. Yeah, yeah. And so this year, uh, I'd looked at what, what happened last year, and our grandstands hold about 8,000 people, and they were only getting on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They weren't getting 2,500 people. We've got Brett Young, which is right in the middle of the uh, uh, fairgrounds, which is a smaller Stay, uh, arena, and it holds about 2,500. So on Tuesday and Thursday, we are having free concerts uh, at Brett's Young, which are some up-and-coming artists, and, and one of them, if, if uh, people have seen him, he's Mason Ramsey. Uh, he sings like Hank Williams. He, he got noticed by doing stuff for Walmart. He's a yodeler. Uh, he's really quite entertaining, but the one that I'm the most excited about is the Thursday evening uh, concert is Lindsay L., and then she's going to have a, a little gal that's very new, uh, Madison Kozak. And the thing about Lindsay L., when, when I don't know anything about this stuff, and so when, when they tell me, here's who we want to get, then I'd get on my Apple phone and I'd load their music and listen to them. Lindsay L. is probably the favorite one that I've loaded. She, she's a great musician. Uh, she's got a great voice. She's actually from Canada, moved down to Nashville. She's up for an award up in Canada. I think it's a Entertainer of the Year up in Canada. And I think she's, that award ceremony is going to be like two days before she sings here at the Kansas State Fair. And, of course, Billy Currington... Uh, just had a new song come out, uh, Details, which uh, is is very popular. And actually, a little gal from uh, uh, Sterling was in on writing it. Nicole uh, Galleon, mm. uh, who was in Nashville, wrote that. So we do. It's a, it's a great lineup. And then we end up with Hanson Brothers. There you go. Uh, and they're going to have an after party. Okay. So one of them's a DJ. So anybody that got a ticket to Hanson Brothers uh, can get a... a Another ticket to go to the after party yeah. where I think we're going to allow about five or six hundred people and dance and have all kinds of fun. You know, the, the answer to that uh, problem with the schools and uh, is what we did when I was a senior at, in Wichita. I said, about five or six of them, uh, we just went to the fair. We didn't go to school that day. It's a I good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. I, I'm not going to suggest. I don't think we should encourage yeah. that. Well, but uh, I believe Hutchison does let school <laughs> out. out. They, they do let school out, which is great because. You know, uh, to to address this in the past, uh, Monday is Dylan's uh, 
day. Yeah. Where yeah. if you've got a Dylan's card, you can get in free, and the tickets are only a dollar. And <laughs> and I think you can ride all the rides for a dollar. So they've done that to try to increase uh, Monday, and then Tuesday is a a tasting menu. So all the f- food vendors have a smaller menu. It's a tasting menu, so you can go around and taste all the things without spending a lot of money or getting a, a huge helping. Well, tell us about ticket prices, and, and where can we get tickets? You, you can get tickets. Uh, you can call our office. You can get them online. Uh, you can print them off. You can get the app and print and just have it on your phone. Uh, they're $10 for adults. Uh, I believe uh, everybody else is for uh, uh, veterans or, or four, I think, mm-hmm. uh, as well. Tell me about your, your vendors, your exhibitors. How many are there? Oh, I can't, I can't recall the number of vendors, but I can tell you, and that's one of the things I've been telling people, you know, weather's really not a factor. It, it, it could put a little bit of a damper on it, but we've got over 200,000 square foot of indoor exhibition space. You know, obviously we've got the big equipment dealers that are outside and, and the, the hot tubs are outside, but we've got 200,000 square feet inside. Most of that's air conditioned. Uh, about every one of those has a place to eat in inside. And then we've got over 150,000 square foot of indoor uh, livestock exhibition space. And that's not counting our two arenas, which we've got the Equine Arena Expo. And then we've got the Prairie Pavilion where we have all of the uh, the beef, the livestock shows. Yeah, yeah. And so we've got that. And then we've got Cottonwood Court, which is an indoor food court that's just got a great air conditioner in it. So uh, it, it's just a great place to go and have some fun, see some new things and watch people. How many people are actually employed by the fair? Well, we've got about 28 full-time employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's counting the administration staff. Does that and, grow any during the fair? Uh, well, during the fair, I think I, I think the numbers gets up around 500 Ooh. that we have Yikes. over there. I'd have to check that. But we also have, we'll use anywhere from 15 to 25 inmates throughout the year. Uh, you know, in the wintertime, it'll get down to maybe 15, and we've got something going on. It'd go to, to 25 or 28. Uh, quite frankly, we could not operate the fair without the inmates that come out and are a big part of uh, taking care of the facilities. Tell us about uh, a little bit about livestock showing. Well, it starts off in the weekend where it's, it's the youth. It's That's the grand drive. Uh, that has really grown. That's a tremendous show. Uh, and then uh, we go to the different classes of livestock then throughout the week. So you'll have the different, like the different uh, breeds of cattle, the different breeds of, of hogs and goats. Goats is one of the growing uh, numbers that we have. Our really? entries are up significantly uh, this year over last year. Not all of it is attributed to goats, but certainly that's a livestock that's gaining in popularity, uh, and you can see it when you, at the state fair that, that, that they're more popular. Going to have pig races this year? There are going to be pig races this year. Uh, that's, well, something, that's amazing. I tell you, it's amazing. And, <laughs> and uh, old Joe Hedrick, who does that. From up Nickerson there? Up Nickerson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw him this winter, and I said, asked him what he was doing. He was headed to Vegas. And I said, what are you doing in Vegas? He said, we're having pig races in a casino. And I said, you're kidding me. I said, you need to send me a picture of that. And he did. Uh, he sent me a picture. They had the pig races set up in this casino, uh, nice carpet. They had the, the same kind of thing you see at the Kansas State Fair. And they had people around there watching the pig races. Oh, well, 
It's very entertaining. It is. It really is. Uh, now, what's new at the fair? What a couple things you'd like to mention? Well, you what, talked about the app. The app is new, and and I tell you, uh, we that app has just been available to folks. I think since the last week, we've already got over eight hundred people that have got the app, and uh, encourage people to get it. And if you see anything wrong with it, let us know. Uh, we've really t- tested out pretty good. Uh, there'd always been trams inside the fairgrounds, and I say trams, it was tractors pulling a wagon that hauled people. And last year, the board uh, and the management decided that to not do that for safety reasons. They'd, there'd never been anybody hurt, but there'd been some near misses, uh, so they didn't do it, and that was the biggest complaint that I got after I got there. And uh, so I think the board had good reason to do it, but we were going to try to find a different way. And we thought about having a tram lane so people would know where the tram would be running. But uh, I was at the International Association of Fairs and Festivals meeting in San Antonio, and there's a company, Trams R Us, and they provide trams just like what you'd see at Disney World or something like that. And so we've uh, we've hired them. They're going to have two trams. They're two, two two-car trams. We may not run both cars on the trams all the time. Uh, Weststar stepped up and, and gave a good sponsorship to help us to be able to provide that. Tell us about the use of the fairgrounds at other times of the year. You brushed on that earlier. Yeah, it's what about, other things go on out there? Oh, uh, there's about 500 different things, and they really? go from as small as, as weddings to other livestock shows to the Mennonite uh, sale. Uh, there's just a – we have a – this year we had two car races uh, – at the grandstands, uh, there's uh, RV conventions. This year we had two RV conventions that utilize the RV park. Uh, we've lined up a new uh, uh, archer in the schools. I think it's going to have their state competition. Uh, they've outgrown. That's that has become so popular. They've outgrown a place to have it. And I think they're going to occupy two of our buildings. We've got three buildings that are hooked together. Metal Arc and the two Sunflower buildings, and between the the three of those, we have uh, over 80,000 square foot in those. So uh, the Archery in the Schools is going to use the Metal Arc, which is a 40,000 square foot building, and Sunflower South, which is a 20. So they're going to use both of those for that. What year of fair is this? Do you know? Like the 100 and Oh, it know? started either 1911 or 1913. Okay, okay. So over 100. But oh, yeah, it's over 100. How is this, how is the fair financed other than ticket sales? That's it. That's uh, it? That's it. Uh, we, we raise all our own money for operations. Now, back in uh, about uh, 2004, I believe it was, they did a significant uh, building project, and the state bonded that yeah I remember that and now. so that there's there's a little bit left so every year we get about nine hundred thousand from the state uh, well we don't get it it pays off that bond so okay. we we do have that left I doubt that we'll ever get that again we've just created a new foundation to uh, work on capital campaigns so we can maintain the facilities a little better. I'm sure one of the most exciting things, there are probably a few politicians making speeches and things like that, I think. There will be some politicians there this year. Obviously, uh, Saturday uh, is legislative day, so we'll have a lot of legislators there. Uh, They'll have a a lunch, and we have the legislative uh, showmanship, which has gotten very popular, where one of the young people that has had a, a, a steer or a heifer, will help the legislator ch- show them what to do, and they go and show And Actually, last year we even had the chancellor, the chancellor of KU in on that. Uh, 
Uh, then Thursday is Governor's Day. The governor is going to be uh, spend the day uh, at the fairgrounds, variety of activities. I'm not sure when the lieutenant governor is going to be there, but uh, he has his his birthday falls during Fair Week. When he told me that, I wrote that down, so I've I've got that in my calendar. Uh, so I, I think he'll be there as well, but I'm not sure what days he's going to be there. All right. The the, uh, the dates of the fair are September, what, ahead? 6th to the 15th. 6th to the 15th. All right. So the Kansas State Fair in Hutchinson, for those of us who've grown up in Kansas, it's a, it's a tradition. you got to go and see it, especially especially the pig races. Our guest, hey, thanks for being with us this morning. Appreciate it. First time you've done the show, and we hope you, you come back and see us uh, in future years. But thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to be here. Our guest, Robin Jennison, General Manager, Kansas State Fair. That's all for this edition of Issues 2019. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.